0: Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is Punk Radio in Philly, so I'm sitting to my right is the King and we're here to talk about the NFL. What up boys? Evening.
1: Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, good to see you guys. Uh, Wildcard round is over. We've got to talk about that and also Divisional Round is coming up this weekend. We are one man down. Uh, that's old Denver Dave. He's on IR this week, guys, for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, we do have a video of the incident, so um, if Denver wants to give us some money to stop us from releasing that, then that's good. Uh, if not, we may look to release that video because quite funny. It's pretty amusing. <laughs>
1: I'd say very amusing.
0: <laughs> Before we talk about the wild card round, then guys, we better get through some news. Uh, first up, the big news uh, in coaching is that the Tennessee Titans' offensive coordinator Matt Lafleur is reported to be the answer head coach in Green Bay. I thought he was in Friends. Oh no, Top Gear. Uh, Lafleur is set to take over the position made vacant by Mike McCarthy, who coached over two hundred games for the cheez the Lafleur has coached under offensive minds such as Gary Kubiak in Houston, Mike Shanahan in Washington, and Sean McVay in LA. Uh, what do we? So you had one year, of course, uh, as the offensive coordinator with the Tennessee Titans. What are we thinking, boys? Is this a good move for the Packers?
1: I don't, I don't like it personally. Okay, um, I think that they and I said it on the podcast a few weeks back they needed a defensive guy and mm-hmm. uh, obviously he's an offensive coordinator yeah um, yeah just just doesn't feel quite right to me um, I think they they would have been better off going for somebody defensively
0: minded maybe it's a kind of magpie look isn't it he's, he's a quite young uh, coordinator he's, he's moving up the ranks quite well they've obviously they've been interviewing some of the older heads like uh, Pagano and Caldwell they obviously didn't Fancy those ones, and they've just gone with what they believe is a rising star in the in the coaching game. So,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't mind that it's him so much. I've got nothing personally against him. I think he looks like quite a good up and a, up and coming coach. Mm-hmm. Um, he has got youth on his side, but just yeah, the, the fit doesn't feel quite right for me
2: personally. Okay, King.
1: You yeah, if you want to say something, <laughs>
2: no, no, yeah, I agree. I think they should have gone defensive. I think you know Rogers is always going to do his thing. Um, I think the the issues he's had over besides the injuries have, have been around the playbook so I think actually getting an offensive coordinator in who can be a bit more creative um, and then getting a head coach who can put emphasis and, and sort of put ownership on that defence um, is what's required because he's always going to put up points unfortunately they're conceding too many so um, I I agree Cool uh,
0: In other news Todd Bowles has met with the Redskins been interviewed there uh, Freddie Kitchens is a strong consideration for the head coach's job in Cleveland and the Bucks are looking at Bruce Arians rather than Jim Caldwell at the moment Uh, what do you reckon Punk uh, Bruce Arians at the Bucks
3: I don't mind the Bruce Arians one the Todd Bowles getting another job quite so quickly is a bit worrying (laughs) well no just after what we were saying (laughs) last week (laughs) about the fact that he's really regressed a team rather than taking it forward he hasn't even kept them the same that to me is a little bit of a head scratcher Arians, I think, you know, if you want a bit of bombast and and someone that'll get you up and at them, then he's the man. Yeah. Um, I think the Bucks have got plenty of talent. They just need to find someone to tie it all together. Well, Arians might be that QB whisperer that they want, you know. You never know. You never know. Mm. And
0: uh, in other news, Josh McDaniels saying that the book is closed on other interviews, so. Obviously, that golden handshake to take over in New England eventually is still there. Uh, and the Broncos appear to have whittled it down to either Fangio or Munchak. Uh, we discussed that last week, anyway, with Denver Dave in the room. So, probably both would be relatively good moves for the Broncos in that one.
2: Yeah. I actually quite like the McDaniels situation. Um, yeah? Yeah, I think, you know, they've, they, he, he's he been there a long time. You know, he's he's he's... Clearly, got a relationship with Belichick and ownership. Belichick, I imagine, if, if he doesn't retire completely, will have some sort of non-coaching role within that that organization. So, I actually quite like that. There's that you know that that there's
3: that belief and and sort of that loyalty is is. In up. all honesty, would you want to be the coach after Belichick? No, absolutely no, not. Exactly. No. I don't get why he's why he's tied himself to that no. job. And I think all.
2: I think if he'd have known that Andrew Luck would have come back healthy this year. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't (laughs) think he would have not taken that job. Yeah. Um, I think that was probably one of the issues. Is you go to a team, which now you know they've got people like Leonard who've who've suddenly sprouted. But you know, going into the season, I think you know that was the comment they were making about the playoffs. Was they were 32nd ranked by a lot of people. um, You know, and you've got the opportunity to take over a team in in New England, who apparently you know their scouting staff, those departments seem to keep churning out these late round. Um, players who can, um, you know, who can do the business on the field. So I understand why he'd want to stay there, but I agree, I wouldn't want to follow Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, but it's also that case of, you know, it's going to be a corpse basically <clears throat> when the big names leave out of that. You know, do you trust those those other scouting guys to stick <clears throat> around, or do they just cut bait as well?
2: Well, they're faceless, so I imagine they will stick around oh, yeah, unless I would they get thought, jobs elsewhere. Yeah,
3: exactly, I'd, I'd have thought the scouting team and that would probably stick around. Um, it's whether or not Belichick can be, if he goes upstairs, as it were, yeah. um, can be hands off, uh, or is you know are done. you get are you gonna yeah exactly so are you gonna get in getting into this situation where you've got too many cooks again and then this boiled up last year didn't it where you know you've got Brady Brady on one page you've got Craft on another page and Belichick on a completely different book so you know is that gonna just hamper any opportunity he's got of building a team at all in his own image because he's going to need a quarterback
2: I think that I think it'll be the situation they've got with Belichick now and the same situation that McDaniels had when he first went to you know when he got his first head coaching job in Denver where he was in charge of personnel you know he was the person who went out and picked Demarius Thomas and yep. Tim Tebow and that's in that draft yep Um you know, and that was that was his decision. He live he'll live and die by that. But I th- I think it will be more of an advisory role for Belichick if he retains any position at all. Even even if he's not within the organization, he'll be an advisor to McDaniel's because they've clearly got that relationship there. Casts a bit of a shadow, though,
1: doesn't it? That's the trouble when somebody that's been there that long sticks around and then moves upstairs.
2: That
0: I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like it. But, well, yeah, does McDonald's want that? Because yeah. otherwise, you know, early best, success will be then Belichick still.
2: He's the best coach of all time, Belichick. And well, I, I know that. Yeah. It's it's uh, gonna be t- you know, no one wants to follow that.
1: No, I know, yeah, I get that completely, and I, I suppose that you wouldn't necessarily say no to him going upstairs, but I I always think that that's a bit of a, a difficult situation for mm. that person who's then in Well it's a no win, isn't it? Basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If it's a keep, nice If you keep
0: winning it's because Belichick moved upstairs if yeah. you you know Exactly. At what well, point does it become your your team. I really don't care about Josh McDaniels. He uh, he nailed his colours to the mast, so you can live and die with that one. Uh, but there you go. <laughs> it fits into my narrative of New England falling off a cliff as soon as uh, Belichick and Brady go, so <laughs> I'm going to keep that one going as long as possible. Um, now, obviously, we do talk about the NFL exclusively here, guys, but I do want to mention there was a fairly large game that happened last night uh, in the college game, and that was the college championship uh, final. With Clemson against Alabama. Two unbeaten teams entered Levi's Stadium last night. It was the Clemson Tigers who crushed the Alabama Crimson Tide by 44 points to 16. Uh, Alabama held a 14-4 series lead over Clemson in prior meetings between the two teams. Uh, they met in the postseason each of the prior three seasons. That was 2016 College Bowl playoff uh, national championship. That Bama, uh, Bama won that 45-40. 2017, they played in the final. Clemson won that 35-31. Uh, and then the 2018 Sugar Bowl playoff semi-final, won by Bama, 24 to six. But this one was all Clemson. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, who's a true freshman, uh, he went uh, 20 of 32 for 347 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Justin Ross made some amazing catches. Six receptions, 153 yards and a touchdown uh, for the Bama side of the ball. Um, to a uh, Viola. As the quarterback. Easy for you to say. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two touchdowns, but two quite sloppy interceptions. I um, should also mention Travis and the running back for Clemson. He got two touchdowns, 86 yards on 14 carries. Um, so, yeah, by half time, really. By well, the end of the third quarter, it was all over completely. Uh, Bama had to start going for it on fourth downs, and that's why the score kind of got ramped up. But
2: uh, I think it's the biggest loss that Nick Saban's ever had in uh, while he's at Alabama.
0: It might just be. It might just I be. Th-
2: <laughs> pretty, pretty sure it is. if
0: you said it King then I'll agree with it mm. so yeah great win for Clemson um, and a bit humbling for Bama but you know people should know these things because these are players that are going to be popping up in the uh, drafts to come let's move on to the review of the wildcard round boys we're going to start with the Saturday night game that was the Indianapolis Colts going into Houston and it was a twenty one to seven win for the Colts. Thoughts.
3: It was an easy game for the Colts. Uh I think I don't know what was up with the Texans, but they just didn't show up at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Look uh, like the Vikings done uh, week seventeen.
3: True. True. But I mean the first I think the first player of the game, JJ Watt, goes through Uh, hits Mac for a four-yard loss, and you think, hang on, this is going to be a cracker of a game. Within 10 minutes, that was it. The game was over. Andrew Luck just played out of his skin. Mm. I think, think, you know, I said last week, I think there's a bit of Team of Destiny about this Colts team, with Luck coming back after two years and the way they've been playing. But I'm starting to believe that more and more. The more, more I'm watching them, yeah, the the, the O line played great as well. I think that really helped out. And,
1: you know, that's a big part of what they do.
0: Getting a chance to see Quentin Nelson uh, for a whole game is great. Because mm. obviously you usually have to watch uh, red zone, so it's snap in between. But yeah, it's just completely dominant yeah. against some of the best defensive ends you've got there. Jadavion Clowney, you can't stop him all game, but they were closing him down for a lot of that game.
2: Well, I think there's statistics, isn't there, about that? That I think the seasons he's played, he's been the most sacked quarterback up yeah. to this point and now he's the least this year yeah. he's been the least sack
1: yeah so last year they were 32nd in mm. terms of um sacks about 56 mm, sacks i think they took yeah from 32nd to seven. i mm. think it's the
3: first time that's been done i think they said yeah i think that's one of the reasons why you know they've allowed luck time basically to get his, his shoulder back is because they said well whilst we've got a porous O line, there's absolutely no point in having him back there, mm. and and so they held him back till his shoulder was 100 percent healthy, and unleashed him. He looks
2: like Peyton Manning in the pocket, the way he jumps. So you know he's constantly yeah. on the move. He's he's changing his angles constantly. So he's going for his you know he's going for his progressions, but then he also runs a, a four six forty and is yeah, he's a nice line- and
3: he's a linebacker. He can run. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a big dude, yeah. you know. He's not he's you're not going to hit him and he's going to crumple. No.
2: He's um he's so impressive. It's it, and he's so clutch in these games. Mm. He just you could tell he he walked into that game and went, "I'm going to take ownership of this and I'm going to put this to bed early
3: doors." It's almost like he's he's proven a point to people mm. that thought this shoulder was going to be the end of him. And, yeah. Well, just forgot know, how good he was. he'd never come back. I mean, what was it? It was about week four, wasn't it? They refused to let him throw a Hail Mary. Yeah. They, yeah. they brought Jacoby Brissett in to throw a Hail Mary just because. Mm. And everyone's saying, oh, he can't throw out more than 20 yards anymore. He's finished. <laughs> he's turning into Tom Brady, blah, blah, blah. Obviously not. No. You no. Know? And the sack thing is very important because when you look on the other side of the ball, Deshaun
0: Watson, who was sacked in NFL leading 62 times in the regular season, was sacked another three times in this game and hit eight more times. Um, He finished with 235 yards passing with a touchdown and an interception. Um, But the Texans didn't score until rookie Kiki Kite grabbed a six-yard touchdown pass to cap a 16-play 89-yard drive that included the fourth down conversion to cut it to 21-7 with about 11 minutes left. It was a yeah awkward showing for the Texans, and especially at home as well. It's felt so quiet watching the game, you know, yeah. considering the fact that there's when you need your crowd to get on, you know, help you out. It felt like a library in there. Yeah. So I know they ran out to a fourteen nothing lead early in the you know in the game, and then by halftime it was twenty one nothing. But still, you that's when you need the crowd to really make a difference. Yeah,
1: the, the home home crowd, home team advantage. They just they they didn't seem that interested when they were like you say when they were 14 nil down early it's hmm. that's the time they
0: should be coming up big 148 yards in the touchdown uh ty Hilton 85 yards uh don tre 53 yards in the touchdown uh, eric ebron got another touchdown that was a six yard one on the first drive of the game uh on the other side kiki kute at least got over 100 yards 110 on a touchdown so he had a good good outing and Lamar Miller, sixty-three yards receiving. DeAndre Hopkins just thirty-seven, sorry, thirty-seven yards receiving for for Hopkins. He was basically double teamed out of the game, and apart from Kiki, no one else is really getting a go at It.
2: No, it's a shame, really, because obviously they've got the likes of Demarius Thomas now that they traded for, who's but he's out, injured, and, and, and Will Fuller. So, yeah. you know, you do feel for the Texans, but. I was just really impressed by that the the defensive unit there's no besides Leonard who led the league in tackles mm-hmm. there's no real superstars there they just everyone you know it's very much the you know to, i i know you will hate it when we go back there, but the whole patriot do your job thing everyone mm-hmm. filled their gaps there was no real mistakes um you know they' were being creative up front with double a blitzes which which was quite unique so mm-hmm. um yeah, I thought it, I was just really impressed by as as a unit how well they performed and 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 sort of how prepared they were. And they, you know, the the Texans offense had no answers frankly.
0: It was a shame that it was so one-sided really, but unfortunately that's the way it went. And uh great news for the Colts obviously cuz they go moving on. Yeah. Uh just another kind of disappointing season for the Texans. They they turned it around from last place last year mm. to the top of the AFC South. But then to kind of just, you know, Fizzle out so quickly.
2: Well, it was, it was obvious the sort of comparison between the quarterbacks as well. It was a tale of a a young, exciting, up and coming player, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playing when the lights were very, very bright against uh, an established veteran who's proven to be clutch in the playoffs. And and it was obvious from from the first quarter that you know which one was was prepared mentally for for, for that. Um,
0: That's the weird one because. So Sean Watson's always been the guy that stepped up to under the lights. You mm-hmm. know, he did beat Bama when he was playing for Clemson. Mm-hmm. He is the guy that you you turn to when the chips are down. He Usually uh, performs. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, there just, were there
1: were a couple of strange plays in that regard as well. I thought there was a, a fourth from one at one point, and you know he, he missed a pass to Hopkins. And I thought, well, you, you just let him run it. Yeah, like he, you know, you nine times out of ten you expect him to make that one yard.
2: Was that towards yeah. the end zone? Yeah, yeah, right towards the end of the half. Yeah, see, I think for me, I think psychologically they should have kicked that. And I, mm. I get going for it. You're 21 points down. I understand that. I, but from my perspective, he was psychologically worried because they were on a bagel. And if you get points least, on the board, get are points on the important. board,
3: absolutely. Even even if it is just a field goal, or it, yeah, you know, it makes just, n- just no difference a- to
2: the outcome. But yeah. it would have made a difference to him psychologically because he felt the pressure that actually we're getting, we can't lose a a, a playoff game to zero like, yeah, this is out- yeah. outrageous
1: I, I agree but then if you're going to then take it and, and go for that fourth down mm. why ask him to throw the ball I don't, I don't, it didn't make sense to me
0: well they're trying to get too clever at that point Bill O'Brien's trying to be too cute and uh, it's not working because everyone knows you're going to Hopkins if you're going to throw it unfortunately yeah. you know they don't have enough options up there to uh, spread it around
1: I mean to be honest though Hopkins got separation it was just a bad throw as well
0: Mm. Unfortunate for the Texans, but uh, there we go. So, just before we move on, we better show the uh, picks that we made for the wildcard round. Uh, So, Punk, Philly, and King, you all picked the Colts to win. It was only myself and Dave that went with the Texans. I'm not sure quite why I went with the Texans now. Oh, (laughs) Mark. I just wanted the Texans to win, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Felt you're bad taxi driver you
2: love
0: a black <laughs> I do I do um, so there we go uh, unfortunately uh, myself and Dave are one in the hole already but congratulations guys on picking the Colts I'm Cheers. so glad you're all here to, to share that with me uh, let's go on to the next game then that is the LA Chargers that's right LA Chargers going into Baltimore to play the Ravens uh, you are right, Nick King? <laughs> mm. Michael Badgley the Money Badger kicked five field goals and Los Angeles harassed and hounded Lamar Jackson during a 23-17 to victory on Sunday. Badger connected from 21, 53, 40, 34 and 47 yards and the Chargers built a 23-3 to lead in the fourth quarter before Jackson threw two in touchdown passes just to make it
3: close. Uh-huh. This was my favourite game of the weekend. It was mine too. <laughs> yeah, but for very different reasons, um, I, I expect.
0: Well at half time Lamar Jackson was 2 for 8 For 17 yards and an interception For a 0.0 quarterback rating
3: By the 50th minute He was on minus 2 passing yards (laughs) That is a dominant defensive performance Mm. Not by the team we thought it was going to be The Ravens
0: fumbled 3 times During their first 8 offensive plays Losing the last one by Kenneth Dixon On a tackle by Melvin Ingram At the Baltimore 15 To set up the Los Angeles first field goal this was a clinic by Melvin Ingram. Uh, he usually gets overshadowed by Joey Bosa, but I think, you know, I'd hope people could say that we've given them enough, uh, enough of a voice on this podcast because Melvin
3: Ingram is a great defensive end. Well, it, it, I mean, he was in this game. He had seven solo tackles, two sacks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Yeah. But for me, the MVP of that Charger defense was Gus Bradley. he did something I have never seen an NFL team do Mm -hmm. he played three defensive backs as his linebackers to negate the rushing speed that the Ravens have I've never seen that I've never ever seen three defensive backs playing at linebacker you had Derwin James playing middle linebacker and calling plays that line And of call scrimmage him plays as well. for the whole it was just amazing to watch. As a as a defensive guy to actually see something different. Yeah. And all it was was a base four three defence. He wasn't doing anything spectacular, but it was just his personnel changes specifically set up to counteract the Ravens run. And he did it to perfection. Yeah, it was unbelievable. You didn't need big linebackers in there, you needed
0: speedy defensive backs. Yeah, exactly. Who camera.
2: can hit, which Dylan yeah. James has proven. So yeah, I agree. I thought that's fantastic. The um the other thing I just want to call out: this defense looks fantastic. Jason Varets on IR; he's a Pro Bowl, twenty-seven-year-old Pro Bowl cornerback. Yeah. This, this, that defense—if they're healthy—is fr- just with that addition, is frightening. You'd have two Pro Bowl cornerbacks on each side, two Pro Bowl defensive ends on either side as well. I think
3: we all said it's last week, you know, that Ravens defense—it was the number one defense in mm-hmm. the NFL. They, the, the, the Chargers. Well, the Chargers' defense in this game looked you know just head and shoulders above mm. any other unit on the field mm. it was incredible mm. absolutely and the Ra- i mean the ravens defense didn't play badly no no no, no. we,
2: we were, they were stifling to be fair well, you know
3: holding them to field goals every time exactly and it was just the fact that you know lamar jackson is lamar jackson and isn't a quarterback is a running back well the gimmick's over yeah, exactly. sure. We, I we mean,
0: knew it was going to take one good defence to figure this out. And... Well, it's,
2: it's also the first time that they played a team for the second time this season. Yeah. Uh, and that was telling. You know, pe- people had, had, you know, they'd unfortunately they showed their hand, which is, you know, it, it's going to be difficult. He's always going to win games. You, you won't be able to stifle him every game, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, he's got an in- inconsistent throw I, I think he can throw, he's got a strong arm, but he's got yeah. an in- inconsistent whippy throwing motion, which is going to be inaccurate. Um, and when you're under that pressure, it, it's not going to help put accuracy. That does not, you know, you put like I said, if you put him under pressure early doors. He's going to find it hard to make completions. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, even the two scoring drives, we should have had two interceptions. So it was, it should have been an absolute whitewash, frankly. Um, the score's flattering for Baltimore. We, oh, we we destroyed them. So it was. He um, no, did.
3: You yeah, absolutely did. Absolutely.
2: It is, and you know that's the problem with them. I think it's. I think he's don't get me wrong. He's he's exciting, but he's uh, as far as sort of like dual threat QBs, he's not really one. Um, you know the likes of um, Robert Griffin in his rookie season. Yeah, he had the legs, but he could torture from the pocket. Michael Vick had one yeah. of the strongest arms ever in the Randall league. Randall Cunningham is yeah, the one. For me. Uh, Cunningham, sorry. Um, you know, and uh, despite the fact that we joke about Cam Newton's no touch in the pocket, he is <laughs> yeah. a pocket passer. He can throw it. Um, yeah. You know th- these these guys. Um, you know, even Andrew Luck to some extent. We we sort of touched on him earlier. He's got some wheels on him, so it's um, he's he's not he's not really dual threat. Frankly, he can make a few completions and he'll make a throw if he's given time. But you put him under duress, and he's going to struggle.
0: This is difficult for me, right? Because leading up to the draft, you know it, King. Mm-hmm. He was my second favorite quarterback in the draft.
2: He's amazing to watch. Yeah, it's so exciting to watch.
0: Yeah, but. He got drafted by the Ravens, so i have to stifle how happy I am that he got torched in this game. Saying that, I don't think that the Ravens organization put him in a good position because throughout the season, since they put him in, they've predicated all their plays towards run and scheme option. They're not asking him ever to throw it. And so when you don't have that kind of confidence from the the coaching staff going, yeah, we'd like you to, to throw it on second down, for example, you know, It's just always, it's running, it's either him running or it's the running back. You know, it's just option. So, I don't think you've put him in a position where, when you're behind, because they weren't very much behind at all this season, when they were behind, he hasn't been given the confidence to stand there and
3: throw it Plus, they haven't got great receivers to throw out either. Yeah, but I don't think, on on the flip side, I don't think he's done himself any favours by fumbling 15 times in eight games or whatever whatever the stat was. Yeah, he's fumbled a lot. You know, he he fumbled more than any other QB in the league, and he only played half a season. Mm, but again, he, so, wasn't, he wasn't doing quick throwouts
0: either. He wasn't doing slants or curl routes. He was just uh, handing it off. And I unfortunately, when you're playing option like that, and you're holding the ball a long time because you know if you're going to run it or if you're going to hand it off that's when you fumble isn't it Punk so I, I don't I'm not surprised that he has the most fumbles because he just doesn't throw it
3: so are you well okay going going back to the game yesterday then should they have put Joe Flacco in no
0: but I love the fact that the Ravens fans are calling for him
3: yeah that was. we talked about the Texans they fans deserve there.
0: That. the
2: Ravens fans were embarrassing yeah and, and it's with regards to the Flacco thing I've actually got tons of respect for Harbaugh for keeping him in mm-hmm. so he knows that's the future he, he knew that game was lost um you know and and actually Flacco has has got experience and has had success in the playoffs and potentially could have turned the game around um you how know, many more, years ago was that as he's, well? it, it doesn't matter he he's that that experience does help you in the playoffs hundred um yeah, and also if you put Flacco in and say they win, then would
1: you stick then what with you, Fl- you stick with Flacco next game they lose that and it you're, depends and you're, on scheme I but think. then you're like you're back to square one aren't you? Yeah. you who's your starting quarterback what are you doing with Flacco you know what What have you done to Jackson's confidence
3: I think they've already had a conversation with Flacco haven't they they already know that this is going to be his last season in Baltimore yeah. he's moving on the Ravens moving on is Jackson what they're going to stick with I guess it has to be for now but I can see him getting smashed out of the league in a couple of years
2: yeah, who wins some games? and It'll be incredibly exciting to watch. I just I can't see him winning. Getting he's, through a playoff, gonna, I can't see him getting through a He's going to spend the
0: whole off season learning to properly stand in the pocket and throw it. And hmm. I, I, I agree as well. They need to
1: they need to scheme better, like how yeah. they how they're going to get him involved in the passing game more as a passer. Because it, it it's all well and good saying he's not a great passing quarterback, but there are he you know he can he can pass a football. You just need yeah. to find the ways that that suit him best. It's his that-
2: mo it's his motion that's the problem. Hmm. It's 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 too inconsistent. Yeah, it's not it's not short, sharp, compact. No. It and it's also whippy like um, Tebow's was in a sense that he is going to have fumbles like in the fourth quarter where the ball suddenly is down by his waist rather than being up by his shoulders and chest the whole time. Um, and um, yeah, he's going to balloon for us. Unfortunately, that just will happen. So. Uh, it's it's fine that they make him throw more, and I think actually he's got the capacity to complete complete throws. But um, he's always going to throw interceptions uh, unless they unless they sort that um, motion out.
0: I guess that I, if I was the Baltimore uh, GM, I'd be looking to get some uh, slot receivers in there, you know, give mm-hmm. him some early options rather than rely on him to have to hold it and and mm-hmm. wait around. You know, they they need to give him some better weapons. The, the best slot
3: receivers in the league there in Crabtree. <laughs> yeah, but what year, Crabtree? You know, the, I was talking about current day Crabtree. No, not, but he's not still prime. the only one that's catching passes from him.
2: Crabtree's outside receiver. He's not a slot guy. No, he's yeah, a was,
3: slot. He you're... moved into slot when he moved to the Raiders. He's gotten, he had zero Because he had Cooper outside. <laughs> and so he was. He learned to play slot. Yeah. So for us and for the Ravens, when he moved there, he's played slot. Well, he was the one that got the two touchdowns in this game. Two receptions, 38 yards, and two
0: touchdowns. Uh, longest was the I think he's long. got about
2: 8 TDs in the playoffs which is pretty impressive yeah.
3: yeah but that's not a slot receiver as far as I'm concerned what scoring yeah. touchdowns isn't a slot receiver's job I think you <laughs> find <line> it is, <laughs> is it only a slot receiver? oh my
0: god look anyway so that's the uh, that's the Ravens out let's move on hang on who, who picked what oh before you, you get thank ahead of yourself you. thank you sorry oh, well all of us picked <laughs> the Chargers to win this game Except for Denver Dave, who went for the Ravens. So where's Dave
2: so far?
0: Uh, Owen 2 mm.
2: He's face planted so far,
0: isn't he? <laughs> it's a stinger. Let's move on then. It's the Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott rushed for 137 yards and the go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter. Dak Prescott scored on the sneak after his dazzling head-over-heels run. And the Cowboys hung on for a 24-22 wildcard win over the Seattle Seahawks on Saturday night. Uh, leading 17-14, Prescott faced 3rd and 14 from the Seattle 17 with the 2 minute warning approaching. He took off up the middle on a QB draw, barged through a trio of defenders 6 yards short of the 1st and went down at the 1 when he flipped head first by Tedrick Thompson. Uh, Prescott also had an 11 yard scoring pass to Michael Gallup in the 1st half. Scored on the next play in the 8th win in 9 games for the Cowboys. Good game for the Cowboys. Uh not so much for Seahawks. Yeah. I think I think it surprised um the four of
1: us here. Yes. Definitely. I think we all I think we all fancied the the Seahawks to um to do a, a job on the Cowboys. We um, we all did pick the Seahawks. You just got to
2: stop Ezekiel Elliott rushing for 124 yeah, yards. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, Prescott made some good good plays and he was driving the ball down the field, but Wilson looked like the better quarterback throughout that game. Yeah. Mm. Um but there's, there's yeah, one the right play is-
3: that Prescott makes right. I think there's about two and a half minutes left. Mm. And he literally just takes the ball and runs straight through the middle and gets first down. Mm. If he doesn't make that first down, Seahawks are getting the ball back. Wilson's going up the other end and scoring. Mm. Um, at that point, they knew they were going for touchdowns because obviously Seabass had pulled his hammy. Attempting a 57-yarder in yeah. the first half. But... Um, if yeah. only he was healthy, you know. It, 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 was, it was one of those games of small margins and, like you said, it was just Elliot. Elliot was the difference.
2: Mm. Yeah.
3: And Cooper had a good game,
2: but Elliot absolutely made the difference. Yeah. He eats up clock, he eats up yardage, he wears people out, because he's physical as well when he runs the ball. And he was hilarious post game when he just ran. Up when, <laughs> did you see it when Dak Prescott was doing an interview and he just ran up and shouted hello at the listener.
3: As you do. Why not? You've just won a playoff game. It just made me die. It was so fun. The, o- the only concern I have is with, with this style of Cowboys team is they're going to burn Elliot out sooner rather than later. I mean, I know they did it, you know, with DeMarco Murray. I thought they might have learned a bit from that, but it doesn't look like they have. To be honest. No. No. <laughs> well, no, what, what do you want? You know, they, they're going to use
0: him until they can't use him no more.
1: Yeah, use him yeah. until they don't. Yeah.
0: But, you know, that's Elliot's problem. He, well, he seems to enjoy the, uh, the extra workload. And they, every time he has it more than 20 carries, isn't it? They win the game. So just give him the ball 20 times, he won the game.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A
1: little bit more to I it than that. Exactly. that like, I just... <laughs>
0: Yeah, it wasn't an easy start for the Seahawks. They didn't get a first down to their fourth possession. Um, and also, with that injury to Janikowski, it did mean that they had to keep going for two-point conversions. That was probably for the best, actually, because it got them so close. Um, but it did mean that punter Michael Dixon had to do an onside drop kick at the end of the game. Uh, that obviously wasn't practiced, so it didn't work out at all. Yeah, he's no Johnny Wilkinson. No, Cole Beasley caught it at the Dallas 31 to seal the victory for the Cowboys. Uh, so not a good day for Michael Dixon. Worst day, though, Alan Hearns. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, King, but unfortunately the man fractured his left
3: ankle in a gruesome first-quarter injury. It's a big owie. It's yeah. not a Denver Dave owie. It's a proper owie. Yeah, yeah you um, know
2: what I don't like this stuff, so no. I, no. I,
3: I wouldn't recommend going and watching it unless you really like that kind of thing. And if you do like that kind of thing...
0: ew. Ah. Uh, yeah he's already undergone surgery and early reports suggest that there were no complications and there is a chance he'll be okay to start next season so fingers crossed on that one because I think he actually kept hold of the ball on that, that play I think they kept, brought it down as a catch uh, quick look at the other stats so uh, Amari Cooper 106 yards on 7 receptions good move that punk Uh and Tyler Lockett, 120 yards or four receptions.
3: I'm actually yeah. incredulous uh, that you yeah. that can even even come to me about that. <laughs> you must be happy to see him do well. He's, 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 he's always been a decent receiver. Yeah, well, well I've never yeah. I've never said he's not. He just gets a case of the drop season. The problem is he doesn't get it for one game. He gets it for four games on the drop. Mm. He's always been capable as a receiver of of pulling out games like this. Yes. Yeah, well, good. good game for Cooper. Uh,
0: better game for Elliott. Dak Prescott, 29 yards. Rushing and a rushing touchdown. And a throwing touchdown and an interception. For the Seahawks, really got nothing going on the ground. Rashad Penny had 29 yards. Chris Carson, only 20 yards. Russell Wilson, 14 yards. Um, I don't know what else to say about this game, really, guys. The, the Cowboys, for all their ground and pound, that defense... Came up well against uh, Russell Wilson when we all thought that Russell was going to have the best of them.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think probably as much the running their running game as well. Though the the Seahawks they really stopped their running running game and that, yeah. that that was telling. I think that's been a big part of their their success this year. And and clearly from those stats you've just read out, they obviously had a a bit of problem running the ball. So I think that cost them as well.
0: Yeah, only one. Yeah, I mean Doug Baldwin only had thirty two yards, and he's usually the outlet, isn't he for Wilson so obviously well Tyler Lockett's had a big big season be interesting what happens there uh, next year anything else you want to say on the game before we move on like we no. said only Dave went with the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> so congratulations Dave you <laughs> now well have a there, score <laughs> yeah you now have a score uh, two for us one for him oh sorry only one for me as well chin up mate I know I know. it hurts <laughs> Not as much as Denver Daves. No. <laughs> the last the last game then, in the wildcard round, was the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know why you're both here, you two. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Eagles needed help to get into the playoffs, and Chicago provided it. Not only in Week 17 by beating a Vikings team that would have kept you out, and I assume we would have picked the Bears over the Vikings when they're trying. Um, but then also, Nick Foles hitting Golden Tate with a two-yard touchdown pass on fourth down with 56 seconds remaining against the NFL's stingiest defense lifted the Eagles past the Chicago Bears to a 16-15 scoreline but it had to take a double doink to a uh, bit of slice there to, um, and to keep you on the win oh yeah sorry it was a, a, a blocked, blocked was it I,
3: I, I've watched that video about 100 times I'm still not 100% certain I see someone touching the ball
1: yep yeah.
3: Wrong. <laughs> <In the> end, <laughs>
1: you're,
0: you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm right. <laughs> Trayvon Hester's claiming that he touched the ball. Um, I don't know why he would say. He's got no reason to say that. No, exactly. Why he would he say? It, it? Yeah. Why would he
3: say it? He maybe hasn't. there's a bonus for it. I, don't I was going to say. Maybe he's got a bonus coming for you know x amount of blocked field goals.
0: <laughs> How much has Cody Parky paid him to say that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe I get out of this stadium. Can someone please yeah. say they touched this ball? <laughs>
3: You got yep. a feel for Parky, though. I mean, that's that's five posts he's hit in that stadium this yeah, season. Six, with six, six over five yeah. in that, five in that stadium. That's, yeah, that's that's I think pretty much unheard of for a kicker, <laughs> to be honest. Well, I mean, you can't get much closer than hitting the post. You know, it's not as oh. if he's shanking them,
0: but uh, no. I guess that's no no sucker there for no. anyone. Uh, yeah, the former Eagle did miss the game-winning field goal. Uh, from 43 yards it sucked all the air out of Soldier Field I've never really heard that before where yeah it really did yeah. <laughs> 100,000 people fell silent <laughs> well it wasn't quite 100,000 but and then you could quite clearly hear the ref saying this is the end of the game and everyone was like yes uh, we still know what's going no, on no they here.
1: weren't he was saying to basically get all of the
0: Eagles off. like um, well it was five would... seconds left yeah. but it not... was just fulfilled. a kneel down wasn't it yeah. And, yeah no one could really believe what had happened there well, yep. you know, he's got he's
1: got form for it. He has. I feel for him as well. He's had death threats and all sorts since.
0: I mean yes. there's no there's no need for that, quite honestly. I mean, he was eleven of twelve in the fourth quarter on field goals in his career before missing that. So you would have hoped he'd got he did he did hit the first time for it, it just iced him. Yep. So he had to do it again. And there's the reason why you do that. Yeah, well now we can. Yeah, say but it that's about the it.
3: one time in four hundred and ninety-seven <laughs> that it actually works. Exactly, and there's the reason why you do it. Well, usually you get your eye in because you miss it the first time. Yeah.
0: Don't
2: you? If Garrett would have done it, it'd have been. <laughs> he iced his own kicker, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. His <laughs> <own> kicker <laughs> made the yeah, first yeah. one and missed the yeah. second. <laughs> oh, that
0: Garrett. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a squeaker there, but congratulations anyway. Yeah, I I
1: thought, I thought we we
0: showed up as we have done.
1: In the, in the playoffs last year and in the, the run at the back end of this year.
0: Big swinging Nick Foles. Yeah. He's just getting it done, Lee. Yeah.
2: Big swinging Nick Foles. Big
0: swinging Nick. <laughs> he uh, went 25 of 40 for 266 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. But as of all interceptions, it's when they happen. Yeah. So they came at a nice easy part of the game where there was still time to come
1: back. And he had a big second half as well. His, his numbers in the second half were awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, Trubisky on the other hand did more yards three and free, free. Uh, one touchdown zero interceptions uh, and that was on 26 completions of 43 throws best player of the game probably Alan Robinson got 143 yards on 10 receptions and a touchdown as well so great day for him stats wise at least yeah if not uh, personally Ulshon uh, Jeffrey on the other side 82 yards Zach Ertz 52 yards Golden Tate 46 yards and a touchdown U- usual, Great pickup.
1: usual for us, just spreading the ball around. that's mm. what we do. On Nelson Aglor, three catches. Dallas it two catches and a touchdown. Yeah. I think what surprised me the most is I, I said last week we needed to establish a run and, and stick with it, and actually we we didn't actually really do that. No, um, but but Nick just got us
0: there.
3: Nick, Mister Falls. <laughs> <laughs> we're good, we're cl-
0: we're close friends. You did at least you did try and keep the run game going. So Darren Sproles had thirteen carries. Yeah, and we st- Wendell Smallwood had eight as well. Yeah, we stuck at it. The, Josh Adams was the
1: surprising one. I, I, he didn't. He, I think he rushed once. Yeah, um, and and he's been doing really well. Um, to step so it was a bit strange to step away from him. I don't know if he was carrying an injury, maybe. Um, the other thing I think I would say is that the Bears vaunted defense came up with one sack. In the whole game. <laughs>
3: yeah, for eight yards. Yeah, but i I, counter He's a Raiders that. fan. I would counter that by saying you <laughs> only scored 16 points, so the defence wasn't a problem. We we won the game, though. Yeah, you won the game, but that doesn't mean that the defence didn't show up. It means the offence didn't score enough points. And that's what we always said all along, was going to be the Bears' Achilles heel. Said it. Said it, said it, said it. Said it. Yeah. We, we. I mean, we did say it last week. And Jim hates
2: Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> yeah. more than more than Punk. I don't
0: think
3: that's very true.
0: I don't hate him, I hate the fact that he was overrated that's just, all it was or just rated mate. <laughs> well even rated he's in the yeah. playoffs he played 13 it? games in college and they got drafted second overall mate he's in the playoffs which ridiculous. Is better than, he's
2: better than Ben Roethlisberger that's what it means <laughs> he's in the playoffs when he's won two Super Bowls
0: then that's you can come and talk to <laughs> me again that's what it means Eagles not look what two quarterbacks better <laughs> <laughs> two ridiculous ridiculous uh, you've made me completely lose my train of thought now uh, well you're talking about the Eagles running game but the real killer here was that they didn't use Tariq Cohen enough yeah you know Jordan Howard had 10 carries for 35 yards Taylor Gabriel only had 2 carries but that was more than they used Tariq Cohen why not using Tariq Cohen at all in the game I mean the one time he really made an impression was after that last uh, touchdown and he ran the ball back out to almost halfway yeah gave Trubisky a very easy field to work on granted two plays they did get it easily into field goal range but you know that's that's the real kicker. Why did Matt Nagy move away from his best weapon? You, you can only think
1: it's because he he saw something in the Eagles' defense, the defensive front that he thought actually Cohen doesn't really suit running the ball against that style of defense. But mm. I I, I'm, I don't necessarily agree. But that can be the only thing you can think. <laughs> Let's get Matt Nagy on the phone and ask him. <laughs> yeah, He's but busy. then
3: then the thing is with that though is that all right, you might not want to run the little guy into Fletcher Cox but you know <laughs> screens and is that not a good idea no, yeah exactly <laughs> is that not a euphemism <laughs> well maybe it is maybe it is maybe maybe Fletch Cox likes the little guy but you know he
2: doesn't he you... likes stealing people's wives doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah I said it oh
3: yeah alright you went there yeah <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. No, so what you do is you use little outs and you know screen passes, and you find a way to get them involved. Reverses, you know, and they didn't do any of that at all. Nope. Um, I don't think it helped either that Trubitsky definitely got a leg injury in that in that first half because he wasn't moving around at all in the second half. He was literally standing in the pocket. Mm. And, you know, Trubitsky this season has been better when he's been able to roll left and right and and create a bit of time for receivers to get open. Yeah. That front seven did did get at him. Yeah.
1: I think the secondary as well did a pretty good job. Open field tackling has improved incredibly this season. Start of the season, we were terrible at it. I think that's got better as the weeks have gone
0: by. Mm Mm-hmm. You're happy, Jappy. I your am. Yeah,
2: it won't last, but I am. Oh, <laughs> how long? How long's Wentzel for? I actually don't know this. Where well, he? He's. he's
0: dead. How's that strep throat coming?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is mm. he back yet?
0: Don't know. They've not really said. What's wrong with him? It's not like last it's season where he was definitely, definitely out. out. Yeah,
1: this he's got one's... a f- uh, fracture in his back. Mm. So they, they they had said that he could play if needed. So He's not on IR.
2: Nick's going to get two Super Y MVPs <laughs> Derek Carr <laughs>
3: played with a fractured back uh, last season mm-hmm. and it does affect you quite a lot mm-hmm. so they won't put him on IR and yes he could play if needed but his mobility and his, his ability to twist and, and turn will be severely hampered so you don't want to play him unless you absolutely have to yeah
2: and you've got Nick just doing what Nick Dark <laughs> doing, doing it. The room, yeah, yeah, just, just doing, doing it. Nick yeah
0: so, in the picks again, just before we move on then, uh, who went for the Bears? Dave went for the Bears, and Punk went for the Bears. But of course, the King, sorry si, and myself went for the Eagles. That took
2: about 45 minutes to get out of you though, didn't it Jim? Well, yeah, <laughs> I still said it. <laughs>
0: so for those that are counting at home, that means that Dave got one out of four correct. Myself and Punk got two out of four correct, and the King and Philly side got three out of four correct fist bump for you two we're going to move on then to the divisional round this is the best weekend is it Punk for football
3: definitely this this is the round where you get the best games uh, the most exciting games um, you've got rid of those kind of teams that back into the playoffs well apart from the Eagles <laughs> Um back into it they had to scrape it. Well, you know. The lucky ones are normally gone by now. But yeah, yeah this no, this this is always my favourite weekend uh, gone by now, but the terrible ones have gone already. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. But um this is oh, my favourite weekend of the season. This is this is where proper playoff football happens. Mm, nowhere to hide now for even the ones that have taken a bye. So let's start off with the,
0: the first game to be played. And that is the Colts traveling to Kansas City where the Chiefs were 7-1 and in the regular season. On the injury report, before we uh, make these picks, you've got the Colts have got four players on questionable. That's Mike Mitchell at safety, Tyquan Lewis at defensive end, Ryan Grant at wide receiver, and JJ Wilcox also at safety. What do we think then, guys? Are the Colts still rolling over the Chiefs in KC?
3: This is going to be a serious game of football. Hmm. Uh Mahomes offense Your, your offense? supposed MVP. Supposed? <laughs> Come on! I'm still giving it to Drew Brees, <laughs> and a walking stick at the same time against that. against Andrew Luck and his his. He's had better season this. Um, I don't know <laughs> yes, what's going to yes. happen. To be honest, can can the Chiefs' defense stop the Colts enough? I mean, this could end up like the Rams Chiefs game earlier in the season, fifty four fifty one. Let's hope so. I mean, well. Fine if you like that kind of thing, but we you do. know, I'd, I'd quite like a, a six-three <laughs> to be honest. Oh, so. we saw some of that last weekend. <laughs> what
2: are they? Eleven and one in the last twelve games.
3: Yes, yes, they
1: are. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll go. I'll go out on, I'm happy to go out on a limb. I'm
0: going to pick the Colts. <laughs> okay,
1: jumping I, straight
3: into yeah, the Colts.
2: Well, Did you go 4 punt?
0: He hasn't gone well, I, haven't yet. I haven't decided yet I'm, I'm, still, I'm
3: still playing the game <laughs> out in my head at the minute <laughs> okay.
1: I just think that the Colts defensively did such a good job last week I, I could see them doing it again and offensively they're good enough it's a different kettle of fish this oh, time. Oh no! Yeah, I understand that completely. Get
2: off my homes,
1: man. I will not get off my homes. <laughs> get off my...
3: Proving me right. You know what? I'm going Colts. Oh, I'm no. going Colts.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if nothing else, it's a reason to upset Jim a little bit more. Outrageous. Yeah, exactly.
3: That 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 little comment there about the Mahomes. What? Yeah, that's what tipped me over the edge, and I'm, I'm definitely going Colts. See, for me, I'm I'm struggling with this because. Say what you really feel. I think I think the Chiefs are the
2: better team. But I feel, I agree. But yeah, I feel yeah. like Andrew Agreed. Luck can do what he did to Deshaun Watson it's what and I was completely saying, show him up in the first it's quarter. It's what I was
3: saying last week. It's the pixie dust. There's something about this team that you can't put your finger on, mm. but they just seem to outplay whoever they play. Yeah.
2: And the thing as well is, is, you know, we had some... Watson had some credibility going into last week's game because, he'd, like Jim said, he'd gone and he'd won games. He'd won a national title. He was 14 points down against a Bama team, which is basically... It might be better than the Colts defense now like their team is just, like they're always obscene um it's just a who's who of the first round of the draft but it's um yeah you
0: know it used to be anyway
2: it, well yeah um it's so he had at least credibility but but Holmes hasn't done that he didn't have tremendous success um in college you know he was a great player he, he had a great highlight film but he he never really he didn't get to the playoffs he didn't win a a national title he wasn't competing he wasn't close to competing for one so it's really tough to decide whether he's going to be clutching these games so I think f- just because of that I'm going to go with Colts they're on a roll Andrew Lux from Stanford which- and we
3: know what Andy Reid likes to do in the playoffs mm. you give him some
0: time to plan again who's Jim I mean, going for it? do you reckon well we
1: know mm.
2: what I'm going
3: for yeah we heard
1: the thought process last week yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Gosh. Just, the, just the fact we all knew that you were gonna and inevitably end up with the Chiefs winning a Super Bowl. I didn't
0: know. How did you know? We all knew. All right. Well, I'm picking the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I pick the Chiefs? You big old Mahoma. I have. A Look, you're gonna see it. All right. We maybe, are, it, maybe it doesn't it. work out. Maybe it doesn't work out. All right. Maybe it doesn't. Colts are a great team, but I'm picking the Chiefs, and Dave is picking the Colts. So. Let's go. <laughs>
2: I will change my pick now. Yeah, can I change as well?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to side with Dave? You go ahead. They're not the favourites. The, the Chiefs are the favourites to win this game. Is to be that-
2: fair actually, Dave's probably made the right decision with a concussion. So That's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Are we,
0: so are we going 4-1 Colts over sounds Chiefs? Sounds like you are. It sounds like you're all betting against the Chiefs. Hmm. Your Kansas City Chiefs, Jim. <sighs> not my Kansas City Chiefs. Well, in the playoffs, I'm, they're my team for the playoffs. Going into the playoffs, lukewarm. <laughs> white hot, mate. No, the original not. white hot team.
2: Twelve and four, mate. White hot.
0: <laughs> they beat your team, mm-hmm. and they're going to beat the yeah. Colts. So <laughs> <they're> <laughs> let's, let's move on. Let's move on then to talk about the LA Chargers because their reward for beating the Ravens is to stay on the uh, east side of the US and go to. New England and play the Patriots, who again got a bye in the playoffs thanks to the unique AFC East division. The Chargers are 0 7 against Tom Brady and the Patriots, including playoffs, since Rivers became the starter in 2006. Punk. Talk to me. Jim.
3: Talk what to do me. You know? Tell me this game's going to be okay. This game will be fine. <laughs> that Chargers defense yeah. is going to absolutely dismantle the Patriots. Ah.
1: <sighs> And, and they can play with line, proper linebackers this time as well. Because they don't need oh, to worry the about,
3: <laughs> about, about the running quarterback. <laughs> if that quarterback starts running, then there's definitely something wrong. CG mm. do so you both think charges? I'm, yeah, I'm going charges. I, I, I've I not rated the Patriots all season. I think they've basically been given a bye. Um, I don't think they've earned it, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I, I honestly think the Chargers will, will take care of business. I should just mention the injury report before we go any further though, because oh, here we, here uh, we go. <laughs> so <laughs> Chargers only have two. Makes no difference. Chargers will still win.
0: So Brandon Meebane their those tackle is questionable. Jatavis Brown, the linebacker, is on injured reserve. For the Patriots, it's just Devin McCourty, their safety, who's questionable.
2: The uh, all pro. The all pro safety. Yeah. Yeah, the, the questionable all pro, pro safety. Yeah, the only person ever to be an all pro at safety and cornerback.
3: Yeah,
0: that one. Yeah. Yeah. Questionable. Okay. I'm still going
3: charges. Okay. Charles Woodson as well.
2: I don't think he's an all pro, he's a pro bowler, but not an all pro. Mm, you sure. Pretty sure. You sure? You sure? Pretty
0: sure. <laughs> We're not gonna do this for the next ten minutes, are yeah. we? <laughs> Pretty sure. Or well, they shout out to Woodson, he was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um
2: Okay, fair enough. I'm just looking like you look at the records, yeah, regular season 12 and 4 for the Chargers, 11 and 5 for the Pats. It's the, one of the first times going into you know going into the divisional round that the Patriots aren't haven't got, got a better record, have better got a better record. record. It's you know, and I think that psychologically um, could do something. The fact that they've gone, like you said, they've gone to the East Coast and they've dismantled a Baltimore team despite the scoreline showing otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the record you said last week? They seven and one or something against away from home this season, the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're not going to be scared going in there. Uh, and I think similarly to how you disrupt um, the flow of a young athletic quarterback is exactly the same approach to how you disrupt the flow of a forty-year-old,
0: forty-one-year-old,
2: forty-one-year-old immobile quarterback. Um, <laughs> incontinent, so, maybe. Well. Incontinent. <laughs> But um, yeah, you just need to get up there and and hit him in the mouth early doors, and absolutely they have the players to do that. Um, you know, and from the back end perspective, I don't think there's many safeties that could go up against Gronk, and and uh, as well as I think Joe and James could do. So I'm I'm pretty impressed matchup wise as well. So okay. one
3: also- thing that I thought could derail the charges is the weather, but the weather doesn't look like it's going to be a factor at all. There's no snow. It's it going wasn't to be pretty similar to what it weekend. was like in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not a case that, that it's going to be minus five and snowing buckets or anything like that. So I think, you know, Chargers have, have definitely got the defense to take care of business on, on that Patriots offense. Mm. And I think, you know, Rivers, as long as he doesn't, as long as we get good gunslinger Rivers and not, have a meltdown gunslinger rivers then you know you'll score plenty of points
2: i don't think he needs to gunsling i think he needs to do what he did with baltimore take a, t- look after the ball um you know not make bad throws um you know be sensible on third down if you yeah. it, take sacks if need be yeah um i don't think he needs to do too much to win this game so i think we've got the better run game um you know sonny michelle's a very good player but i think we've got a be- the better run game um, got to watch think, out for
0: James White as uh, well.
2: And I think, yeah, yes, absolutely true. But in in the um, but defensively, I think I think we've got the matchups there to actually um, disrupt their play. Um, they're still going to move the ball because they always do. But I think that we've got the capacity to beat them on both sides of the ball. Uh,
0: Dave has also gone for the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> there,
2: you feel better about it now, right?
0: So, we've got <laughs> three charges and the Patriots. So. I just can't believe you're not picking the Patriots, King, because that's all you ever do when it comes to a pick. So I feel like I've got to now just to.
2: Well, pick the Patriots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to. Don't, it's really well, not you don't, don't you don't have to. It's <laughs> your yeah, pick. I want to win. <laughs> I want to win this week. I only got two last week.
2: Yeah, that is really bad, to be fair.
0: <sighs> yeah, it is bad.
3: Dead silence. Oh, that's really useful you see, on a radio program. Every. <laughs>
0: Everything points to the Chargers, right? Everything points to them, but it is in Foxborough, and it is the bloody Patriots, and they always just seem to pull it out. And the other team just seems to freeze, not physically, but psychologically. So I'm going to pick the Patriots, even though I really don't want that to happen. I'm going to go with Dave. I can't believe I just said that. And I'm going to pick the Patriots to win this game.
2: Stick with Dave, because the two of you did really well last week. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I can't lose this,
0: right? (laughs) Because if the Chargers win, then I'll be happy. And if the Patriots win, i told you so. So
2: No, you'll be disappointed because it's my team and I support the <laughs> oh, Steelers that's true. Yeah, in yeah. the playoffs.
0: Except all the grief you give me for being a Steelers fan.
2: Yeah, well, I do. It doesn't
0: feel like you actually support me and the Steelers. Emma. Well,
2: no, I want them to win when <laughs> they're not playing the Chargers. Right. I just sometimes don't think they'll win and you get a bit emotional. But
0: other than that, <laughs> it's <pretty good. laughs> the third The
2: third divisional
0: game, right, it's the Dallas Cowboys... Against the Los Angeles Rams, fourth place, second. Before we say anything, uh, injury report for the Rams. Todd Gurley is questionable. And LaMarcus Joyner at safety is questionable. And for the Cowboys, there are four questionables. Obviously, Alan Hurns is out. But uh, Cole Beasley as well at wide receiver is on the questionable. David Irving, defensive tackle. Darian Thompson, safety. And Xavier Suafilo at guard are all questionable to play. Cowboys-Rams Philly Oh this I'm
1: horrible This one I I, I, I think I think the Rams Will win Yeah Don't get me wrong But I'm a I'm a little bit Nervous Now Having seen What the Cowboys Did against The Seahawks Last week Yeah Having thought that The Seahawks Were going to smash them That's my trepidation (laughs) But I ran back to the beginning And I'm picking the Rams
0: Right So despite the showing myself. by the Cowboys, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Yeah, King.
2: Uh, the Rams. <laughs> I'll
0: take a Rams, please. Does no one remember what happened to the Rams last time they were in the playoffs? Last season at home, they just completely whiffed. Mm-hmm. Does that not worry you
3: at all? No, no, not in the slightest. I'm still going Battle of L.A. for the Super Bowl. So <sighs> yeah, Rams. Oh, okay. That would be good. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I picked All it of before LA the season started the Rams. as well. exactly. You this thing has a happy ending. You
0: haven't been paying attention, right? <laughs> <laughs> Good things don't
3: happen to people,
2: Yeah. And that's true. And that's why Pat Mahomes is going out this week. No! It it is
3: a tough <laughs> game to pick because you are right, the Rams do have and have shown in the last few weeks a few holes and Mercy. You know, they they've shown that they're mortal. Yeah, they um, definitely are. But It's just something different about them this year to what they were last year. Now, whether it's a mental toughness, whether it's bringing in those couple of extra uh, free agents, so Sue and Tlaib. Tlaib. Um, I'm not sure. And Peters. But But those three, right, they might be talented players, but they're
0: really kind of chippy players as well in the locker room. You don't know if that's a good or a bad thing.
3: No, and we can't tell that. They aren't model professionals. You're not bringing in Larry Fitzgerald, are you? No, but... You know, I, I I think some of last year's problem was the young, the youngness of the team. Mm. So I think bringing in a few veterans has will probably have helped rather than hindered. I mean, what was their regular season record? Twelve and four, or something yeah. like that, wasn't it? So twelve and four. Yeah, they can't be causing that much disruption in the locker room. No, as long as they're winning. But yeah, I mean, but I think
2: they're also gritty. And they're winners, and they will put you under pre- Like they'll put onus on you to perform. Um, and in one and done situations, that's what you want. So, and don't forget, they do have Aaron Donald. Yeah, hang on. What is always <laughs> has always been an issue for running for running the ball. If you can plug the gap inside, can you think of a better one 2 Exactly in the middle than Sue and Donald. Mm. They might be the best pair of defense. They're both all pros. Both of them. It's mental. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sorry, okay, I'm just trying to give you reasons here. And have they
2: have got Dante Fowler now as well on the edge. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Just
0: Chuck check. him in. Just him. The Bears did show a blueprint of how you can bait Jared Goff into throwing oh, bait interceptions. Him. Or yeah. beat him. Bait him into ah. throwing interceptions, and uh, making him think he can still make the throw, even though he can't make the throw. Mm. Yeah, but if he can master
3: that baiting, then he'll be <laughs> fine. Oh well. Because, you know, all he's got to do is be careful with the football. Just, yeah, just f- don't keep throwing it away. But if you get Lodes, furious you'll be
0: masturbating of this...
3: I don't know. This could all go wrong. You could
0: end up with egg on your face.
3: Yeah, but I've, I've picked against the Cowboys all the way through, so I'm not going to change now. I, I still don't <laughs> like them as a football team. I That's don't, where you go wrong, you see. You're picking with your heart, not your head. Of course you pick with your heart and not your head. That's where you get to two and my four. My heart and my head are connected, so, you know... <laughs>
2: it's the Rams all day
3: long. Yeah, exactly. And and as for injury reports What's saying Tom Gurley's questionable, there's no way he's not playing. No. Well, Dave picked the Rams, so you're going for the Rams. You're going for the Rams.
0: You're going for the Rams. Yep. You're all going for the Rams. We are. Yeah. Am, I, am I the only one going for the Cowboys in yeah. this game? Wow. Oh, well, you clearly, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to be different. Or
1: do
2: if Jung re- goes, goes less than less than 50 again he's going <laughs> to absolutely lose it. are you genuinely Swing thinking of the Cowboys
3: are going to win this game
0: I just don't think th- I'm not as confident as you they're are they're not in the playing
3: in Jerry world oh right I'll the Rams
0: oh i right. be just go. like everyone else
2: <laughs> yeah, but at least then if we all do rubbish we can all say we've done rubbish whereas if we all did well and you just did rubbish yeah, you'd as, be yeah. more annoyed alright
0: <laughs> you convinced me I'm going with the heavily favoured Rams over the Cowboys <laughs> I, I think you're, you've made a great point there with the running and you've got to stop Ezekiel Elliott and the best person to do that is Aaron Donald so yeah mm. that works we've got one more game then and that is the number one seed New Orleans Saints against the sixth seed Philadelphia Eagles quick one on the Eagles uh, injury report we've got four players on there DJ Alexander linebacker Sydney Jones at cornerback and Mike Wallace wide receiver or questionable Carson Wentz is designated as out yep talk to us Philly come on what's going on here are you going into New Orleans and getting a win what was the score in
3: the first game between these two (laughs) Uh,
0: that was 48-7 punk
1: oh (laughs) yeah that's right no, I'm I'm not going to be one Is that of those problem? I'm not going to be one of those people and pick against my team, so I'm going to go for the Eagles.
3: And well, you should.
1: Yeah. I I I I genuinely think we can as well. I think that we'll keep on rolling. I think Yeah. Back I mean, that was what 8 weeks ago now that that game. Mm. Um, that was probably in the midst of our secondary struggles big time. And I mean big time. And I think we're better in that position now. I think we're running the ball more than we were back then.
0: Now, yeah, you got Nick Foles at quarterback now. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so there you go. That's yeah. a, that. That there are my
0: compelling reasons. Well, the, the Chargers beat the Ravens two weeks after losing to them. So, yeah, it, it can happen.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to be that person either. I didn't pick against my team, but I'm picking against yours. So I'm <laughs> going to go with the Saints. <laughs> I did I, last week. I yeah, that's fine. I had you back. I just think the Saints are going to do too much. I think what the only thing that I will be worried about is if they really balance it between Ingram and. Kamara I think they need to go Kamara straight away mm. um, and I think he'll cause you fits which which I think that'll be the difference if they then if they don't if they balance I think it between...
3: Kamara causes all team fits to yeah. be honest yeah. and having given Breeze and uh, Peyton two weeks to prepare for this mm. um, I think your luck's running out
0: that's fine
1: that's fine I'm comfortable with that
0: they did have a long break to be fair you know, they did sit out pretty much everyone in week 17 yeah. they took the loss to the Panthers didn't they well here's hoping that they're, they've fallen asleep and forgotten how to play <laughs> with Drew Bruce, that might be possible well, for the age that he's got to now he's, uh, why don't you like put a blanket Drew on him? no I do like Drew what do you think I do? what where'd that come
2: from he's had better seasons <laughs> has, I'm just saying he's not he might MVP. fall asleep that's just today put a today. blanket on him
0: put a tartan blanket and some slippers on he'll be happy <laughs>
2: He slings it
1: like the best of them still. Yeah. I think the other thing, if I was a Saints fan, that I'd probably want to get away from a little bit is a lot of the trick plays that they do, mm. like bringing in Taysom Hill and doing all of those
0: funky things. They, that they do like to to bring do. in Taysom yeah. Hill quite a lot, and,
1: and I'm just like, no, you don't, you don't
2: need that. You don't. I, well, they're starting I mean, to plan for the future.
0: I mean, Drew Brees is no spring chicken. It's gonna, you, know, you have to actually well, yeah, start. So they're planning yeah, for you, as long someone. as the
2: future's like three yards out from goal on third yeah, down. Yeah. And it's he's a very and specific it, future they're planning. And for. he's running
0: it, or
1: <laughs> and they don't need him as a wide receiver either. That's no. situational football yeah. at its finest. Yeah, yeah, the
2: future, the future of goal lines for us is is sorted.
0: Yeah, yeah. Other than that,
2: <laughs> right? Okay. So, but that's where I am.
1: That's what I think. Yeah. What, I, I'm. I'm quietly
3: confident. Still, I. Just, why not? I, I mean, I, I can see you. You're sat there and you're saying all this quite confidently. <laughs> Is there not a little piece of you that's sitting there going, oh my God, we're playing the Saints in New Orleans with that offense, with a decent defense? That's not yet performed. That's not yet really gone above. Yeah, exactly. Above mediocre. So. And you're. You, you, no worries about that at all. You, you, you o- still think. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I have eyes. I'm, I'm not stupid. But. Why not? Yeah, well, that's a, no, no, no. Absolutely, why, no, not? why not? But in I thought you were, the thought only you were team just in the doing a without a, a
2: double-digit winning <laughs> record. But why not? do that's true. Like that was the past. When, no, this year as well. You're the only team left. In yeah, the Yeah, but post, that was so. the past. Yeah, it means That'll... the past of this season. Yeah, 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 yeah that's but done. Like, You did this last year, and you had the role, and I like you know you've got momentum with you. Hmm. You've got you've got Nick, haven't you? Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm a big Nick fan. <laughs> I
0: really like Nick. Can anyone? You can't count them out. You can't come out with Nick Foles playing. No. And the Saints, you know, look at them last season. They went out to the Vikings. Would they have got much further? I don't know. Would they have beaten the Patriots?
3: Would they have beaten the Eagles? I don't know. Probably not. I think they might have beaten the Patriots. I'm not sure they'd have beaten the Eagles. I think Mm. the Eagles last year were... it It was one of those just everything, stars aligned, planets aligned... But are they I mean, much worse? You, this yeah, season? but it's not a matter of them being much worse. I mean, I think you said last week, uh, Cy, that you know you're not getting as much production up front on your D line. Well, when you get th- deep in the playoffs, that starts to become a problem. So if you're not creating that production and 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 breaking those gaps and making those tackles, then eventually it catches up to you. So, yes, last season every single game, you know, we all thought they were probably going to lose by double digit points in most of those playoff games. And I I'm just not sure I see the same team this year that they were last year.
2: Yeah, you, I agree. I think up front they look like they were creating pressure every single snap. Um, they're still very good. You know, they're, they're still one of the Absolutely. better defenses in the playoffs, but I don't think they're you know, having those real explosive plays that they were having last season.
1: But I think we're working up towards a bit more of that. Yeah, yeah, as well. and that, could produ- ha- that absolutely could happen. The production level of the de- of that defense has yeah. increased in the last few mm. weeks, and that that is part of the reason I'm encouraged. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. I think they are dust, they, they are
2: starting to to play better football. The only thing I'm the, the thing I'm worried about is I think it's the same thing for the def- the New Orleans defense. And actually, having two weeks to prepare and just game plan for one team, I don't think they've been firing on all cylinders this they season haven't. compared to last year. You know, and some of their standout players, like, you know, Lattimore, that hasn't looked like Been one of the shadow. best corners in, the, in the league. So, I think, actually, you know, that's what I would be worried about, that they've actually had time to prepare.
0: Yeah, I I worry about this New Orleans team. They, they feel like they've kind of cushioned their way in, They're take maybe taking something for granted. You know, Dave's gone for the Saints, I'm going to go for the Eagles, just because there's going to be an upset somewhere this weekend. And if it's not the Patriots winning, then... Uh,
2: I'd rather it be the Eagles. I'm so impressed that the Eagles have got, you know, one even made it in and two have got this far. So actually, you can't count them out at all. No. Like, yeah, I mean, the the, the the spirit they've got within the organisation and the locker rooms, you know, it is it's frightening really when yeah. it comes down to these one and done situations.
3: I mean, I think at one point in that last week of the season, you were probably like two percent to get into the playoffs or something. I think all all the stats were against you. So, you know, even just making it in is a good run. And yes, they are a dangerous team. And yes, they are a good team. But I just think Peyton and Breeze, with two weeks to game plan, they're going to come up with something. So I'm going to go Saints. Whatever happens, it should be a great game. Yeah. Should it should be
0: a
1: great game. We, we need to stick in as well, we need to be in it at half time. Basically, yeah. that's yeah, ma- yeah. that is massive.
0: If you can keep Kamara shut up for the, the first half, then you've got a yeah. great chance, really, because otherwise it's just being thrown to Michael Thomas. I just can't see us getting back from a
1: big deficit, mm. or even you know more than seven point deficit at half time. <laughs> I think we're done. Honestly, okay. I do. that's the big key for me.
3: Key for me in this game more than any of the others is turnovers. If if the Eagles can give themselves a couple of extra possessions, that's what they need to to keep pace and 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 keep right up there with with the Saints. Yeah,
2: I think if Kamara gets over one hundred and twenty all-purpose <laughs> yards, he they that's not a lot. Yeah. I know you're laughing. That's not a yeah, lot. Yeah. lot for him. No, it's not, <laughs> you know, in <laughs> no, receiving and, and and rushing. Um, if, I think but if he gets over one hundred and twenty, I think that I think that that means the Saints have won it.
0: I think they can stop him from doing that. So. I'm Hence a, why I'm I'm punting with the that's Eagles. That's my
2: pick, is purely predicated on how Kamara. much they use Kamara.
0: Yeah, and there we go, boys. So that is the divisional round set up for us. Uh, yeah, next week will obviously be the championship games, where we lose another four teams, and then we really are into big boy football. Hopefully, it's going to be uh, without a certain team. Leave that one <laughs> hanging in the air. The Chiefs, I mean, no, uh, no, wrong one. Sorry, <laughs> uh, remember, guys, you can always follow us on Twitter at Jimmy the King or at punk underscore raider or at Denver Dave 30. Uh, if you want to check up on Dave, uh, maybe he's posted his own video on there as well. Never know. Um, but that's it. So, if anyone's got anything left to say before I sign off this, adios, ah, <laughs> mi amigo. <Hey. laughs> until next week then I've been Jim that's been Punk Raider that's been Philly Side that's been The King and thank you so much for listening